Lonnie and Kay were high school sweethearts. But over time, the never-ending conflict and their loss of love threatened to tear their marriage apart. When we filled out our forms with Focus on the Family, they asked us if we believed in a miracle, if we were willing to allow a miracle to happen. And, you know, with all my heart, that's what I wanted. Lonnie and Kay attended Hope Restored, where Focus counselors help heal and restore broken relationships, giving husbands and wives godly hope for the future. I guess what I'd say is I cherish her now more than I did before, and I, and I have a way that I can communicate to her that I did not have before, and Focus on the Family has given me that ability. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Kay and Lonnie's every month. Become a friend to Focus on the Family by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. If you're new to parenting, you might have a hard time doing this, but just daydream a bit and kind of picture your little tyke as a 25-year-old. That's a little harder for some of us to do than others. You really can't go down that road too far, and it's going to happen all too quickly. Your son is going to be independent. He's maybe going to have his own family, uh, possibly a great career. How do you get him there, though? Those steps are so difficult to discern. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, and Dr. Meg Meeker has some great advice, especially if you're one of those moms who feels like you've got to do everything from your son. It's just It's a love language. You serve your son, but he's 15. So what does that look like? Well, she's going to get into that in a conversation she had with Focus President Jim Daly and me. One of the best things a mom has to learn, and you've really accented this, but it's how to let go. You use the metaphor of the axe. Let him say, don't try to fix me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and realize your role. And I think for the mom who's in the throes of it right now, maybe with that 13, 14, 16-year-old, um, A, why is the process so difficult? And then B, how can she rationally understand it's really important that she do this and, and begin to actually do it? I can hear a mom in my head saying, I, I know that I need to do this, but I just struggle doing it. Mm-hmm. And then stop there. Mm-hmm. She'll live in that kind of circular reasoning and not take the very healthy next step to say, okay, I got to behave differently mm-hmm. in order to allow my son to get there. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up, we've got to give that kind of practical advice. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking what to do and actually do it. And actually do it. We get in that situation because we are lovers and nurturers. And now, so we start off that way. And then we're living in a culture where our friends are over-parenting their kids. So now it becomes competitive. It's competitive. (laughs) And we want to be as good of a mom as the next mom who does her 18-year-old's laundry. And we feel that's part of the way life should be. But what I would encourage mothers to do is think about their son when he's 25. Do you want a 25-year-old son who comes home and enjoys your company and wants to sit down and talk with you and wants to have adult conversations 
and and then think about what your son to, is going to be like, and then how are you going to get him there? The only way you're going to get them there is to make an intentional effort to let go now. If you don't let go now and you don't pull back and you try to be over-involved in your life and you try to smother him with love, you will have a 25-year-old man who is maybe still living at home, who can't have a healthy marriage, who believes he needs you, needs you, needs you to do all these things, and you will grow to resent that man. Because your relationship will be very distorted and twisted. So when we look at delayed adolescence, we Mm -hmm. put a lot of blame on the next generation that it's their fault. But what I'm hearing clearly today is that we as parents, and in this context as moms, are playing perhaps a critical role in delaying their development, their normal adulthood journey, because we're over-parenting them, over-mothering them, over-protecting them, over-doing things for them, mm-hmm. rather than let them fail, let them sort it out, just take a step back, not to where it's too distant. But is that a fair assessment? As well, a pediatrician, you're seeing that. I'm seeing it all the time, and as a parent of adult kids, I hate being blamed for everything, but the truth of the matter is a lot of blame is on our shoulders. I had a woman stand up at a big conference once in tears and said, Dr. Meeker, I don't know what to do. My son is 26 and he won't leave home and I just, I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. And I looked at her and I said, ma'am, you don't need him. And she looked at me kind of angry, like, what do you mean I don't need my son? When you begin to communicate to him that you no longer need him, he'll leave. Wow. But you were drawing into this, I need to be needed by you. And as a good son, he was responding to that and allowing himself to show you that he needed you too. So Danny, during that conversation, Jim brought up the overs, over-mothering, over-protecting, over-doing things for your son. That can lead to a distorted relationship because mom does need to be needed, but she doesn't need to do everything. But there are some moms saying, but that's that's how I love my son. I just do stuff for him. Is and there a problem key, with right that? There. That's key, right, John? <laughs> this is more about the mom in that oh. moment. Oh, and maybe it's, I. Maybe yeah, it's insecurity. Yeah. Maybe it's easier, convenient. There are a variety of reasons, but there are the overs in there, all with pretty good intentions, really, from, from moms wanting to get things done in the house, it's faster, it's easier, or wanting their child to not experience certain pain or difficulty or adversity. And we're hearing a lot about helicopter parents now where they just swoop in and rescue them from anything that they've gotten themselves into. And really, parenting is about teaching and discipling. Uh, and that's where, when we use the word discipline, it's about discipling our kids And that will require sometimes us having some inconvenient moments where things may take a little longer, things may be a little messier, uh, things may uh, may just be a little harder for your child, uh, where they may not get the the perfect grades, get the perfect GPA, get on the team, make the the drum line or or the band Mm -hmm. because they didn't do the practicing, and so you have to step back and slowly give a little more ownership. Because that's going to enhance your relationship 
and uh, and really help your child learn and grow. And that's because why? What does releasing the ownership do for that young man in particular? Because they feel that you believe in them, that you trust in them. That you think they're competent? Yeah, that they're competent, that they can handle yeah. this. And sometimes they overlook something or they, they do make mistakes and they are human. And the idea that they can they can improve it, they can grow, and the idea that, that life is about growing and you truly believe that they can do it. Well, with that, I'm going to ignore the unpaid parking ticket sitting by my coffee uh, machine that one of my kids got when they were up in Denver. They were like, wow. And I think that's taken care of, but it's not my problem. I believe they can do it. I believe they're competent. I believe they're independent enough to do it, to take care of the parking ticket. Well, we have some further uh, great advice for you from Dr. Meeker. It's in her book, Strong Mothers, Strong Sons. That is a superb and very popular book. And uh, we would love for an opportunity to send you a copy. Get in touch with us and uh, make a donation of any amount to focus, either a monthly pledge. That really helps if you can commit to a $10 or $15 a month pledge or a one-time gift. Either way, uh, we'll say thanks by sending that book, Strong Mothers, Strong Sons. And we do have a lot of great resources here at Focus on the Family to help you, no matter what the age and stage of your kids. Uh, We do have some amazing counselors here, and um, they'd be happy to talk with you. Call and schedule a time to talk with them if you've got a really pressing issue and you can't figure it out. I know they'll be of help to you. All the details for resources and help and an opportunity for you to donate are in the show notes. Next time, uh, Drs. Henry Cloud and John Townsend will offer ways to help you uh, nip your kids' disrespect in the bud. Uh, For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 